This is exactly right. Welcome, gather ye round the old radio speakers, because it's time for Bananas Minisode. I am Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. I am Kurt Brownoller. Uh, welcome to welcome. a Minisode where we take your stories, uh, tell our stories on top of them, and we have a, we have a little bit of fun. Today's a momentous occasion, Kurt, because after seven years of... Uh, my company is called Mudflap Incorporated. Yes, That's of what course. I write for. Mm-hmm. The bank that I use, when they issued me my corporate cards, my credit cards, the debit card, and checks, had a typo. It said Mudlap. No <laughs> F. Mudlap. I went in person three times. I said, this is not the name of my company. Every My accountant, every year when we do taxes, is like, you have to get this changed. And I say, I am literally at the source, and they won't do it. Today, I just got new checks, and they say mud flap and not mud lap. Mud, mud lap, lap sounds like everybody got dysentery on a cruise ship. <laughs> and it's a huge... I don't know what changed in the system, but... I don't know. Seven years later, six years later, six years. So you've been having a card, just handing it over as Mudlap this whole time. Mudlap. When I sign checks, like if somebody does any work for me, and I write them an actual physical paper check, Mudlap Incorporated. <laughs> now we're Mudflap. I feel like I've arrived. Yeah, welcome. You you've you've taken enough Mudlaps around the uh, the dirty <laughs> pool, and now you can Mudflap it down the road. That's right. That's uh, do you right. Wanna, what, I mean, you got some. You got some. You got some for. I got uh, some. So we put out some topics for some confessions. The confessions, mm-hmm. as always, are anonymous. We don't say your name. We're pretty wild, so we will almost always absolve you of your sins. But yeah, I got a lot. And the topics were neighbor revenge, neighbor revenge, or I think wedding stories or wedding mm-hmm. disasters. I got a good like neighbor that. revenge one here too. So, but you go first. You go okay. first. Okay. Um. This might be a stretch on neighbor revenge, but since it's kind of a bathroom stall neighbor situation, I'm sending it. Hopefully, this topic isn't too girly for you guys. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Nothing's too girly for these guys. No way. We're the girliest guys there are. The restroom at work had a tampon machine, but rather than waste money on the machine, I would bring in a small pouch of them and leave it on top of the machine for my own use. One day, I needed them and took down the pouch only to find that they were all gone. Also, a lot... A lot of women will tell me, a lot of my female friends say that women are huge kleptomaniacs, that they steal from each other all the time. <laughs> Clothes, earrings from Claire's in the 1990s, <laughs> CDs from Strawberry or Sam Goody. Anyways. Strawberry. Oh, my God. Yeah, you remember that. <laughs> Seriously, any woman who would do that to another woman deserved retaliation. That night uh, at home, I took a ca- uh, tampon, carefully opened the package, removed the insides, and replaced it with torn-up cotton balls, which I then poked down uh, inside the tube, oh my, oh my took goodness. a bit of glue, and resealed the <gasps> package, put <gasps> a new tampon <gasps> into the pouch on top of the machine at work. <laughs> Isn't this wow. good? Wow. 
If you can't beat them, join them. Uh, it took only 24 hours for the pouch to get emptied. I never got the pleasure of seeing the disastrous <laughs> result, but having spent the last 10 years laughing at the picture of this in my head, needless to say, um, I never had another tampon stolen out of that pouch, signed a wicked bananimal. Uh, pretty great. Pretty great. So, first of all, you're absolved. What you you're did, absolved. You didn't do anything wrong. I just wonder, I just wonder, like, uh, on the limited knowledge of of tampons that I have, um, wouldn't the person notice there was no string hanging out the bottom? That's what I just wonder. Mm -hmm. Would it have actually been a a full goof? Also, what happens... But I mean, like, sure, open the package, then it's, but it's like she took the care to put cotton balls inside the applicator... That's the part, like, what would happen if that, if you did just put a bunch of cotton balls inside yourself? What? Probably would they work are, for a little bit. It would work for a little bit, right? But then you just had to have a difficult time getting them out? Is not that? Not great. Yeah. Not, not great. But you Like, I'm just trying to result. fully understand, like, if the prank went perfectly, what are the results? Do you know what I mean? And that is where I lack the, 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 the anatomical understand, yes. understanding. Yeah, but a good I prank. It's good. It is. Uh, and I have always liked those kind of little, like, revenge things. Like, when somebody broke in my house in Brooklyn, I put a little note under the door that says, uh, I'm waiting for you. And uh-huh. I've done that in L.A. too, so that if anybody who's ever, like, just comes to the front door and looks under my lock, it says, I'm waiting for you, just <laughs> to make them go, like, what's <laughs> happening here? But I really do. Like, I think that's, like, such a funny way to handle it. Instead of, like, walking out in the office being like, who's been stealing my tampons? You yeah. just s- slowly sabotage somebody. <laughs> and then it lets them know that you know what they did was wrong. Yeah. These Also, when someone broke in, are you talking about the one time when you were home and yeah, you heard someone in come in and you yeah. just, like, yelled at them? Yeah, I, I did. I always wonder about that. I always wonder if that... If that was that was during the day though, right? It was 11 a.m. Labor Day 11 weekend, which Labor it was a Friday, 11 a.m., which the cops later told me was the time you're most likely to have somebody break into your home. Interesting. Yeah. And I I was sitting there on my bed and I thought it was my then girlfriend or our mutual friend Chris, who used to be my old roommate, and the uh, man opened my bedroom door and was standing in my door, somebody I've never seen before, and he was backlit, so I couldn't really get a great description. I knew I was bigger than the guy, uh-huh. uh, and I saw red, and I went after him. And I wanted—I've told this on the pod a long time ago, I think—but I wanted to yell, um, "Get the fuck out of my house!" But I was so pumped up with adrenaline, I grabbed the bat and I just screamed, "Fucking go, fucking go!" <laughs> as loud as I could. That—that that was way before like all this "Let's go" crap that every unoriginal person in the world yells all the time now. Uh-huh. Let's go. Um, and that dude ran, and I chased him all the way down. It was, but then I was like, <laughs> I, I switched the locks, but now I was like, I have to mess with this person's head. I did the same thing, same apartment building. Someone, I don't, I never figured out who it was, was peeing in the elevator. Oh man, and that was such a like a tiny little elevator. Too. Yeah, and and it, you know we complained about it, and we told management, but they don't have cameras in the elevator, and we couldn't. We knew that. I it was still a- remember. I I still remember the sound and smell of your elevator. Yeah, that like it was like a, a fan that would mm-hmm. rub against. It was a slow moving fan mm-hmm. that would rub against one piece of metal, like mm-hmm. wow, 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 mm-hmm. wow, and it smelled like. Just uh, like like it had been peed in a lot of times, but then cleaned, meticulously cleaned, but then but still, still someone had peed in it. 
Yeah. And so I, you know, after a month, and it probably happened four or five times, and we knew it was a dude. We just knew it was some guy. Of course. Um, it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I put a notice in there that was like, thank you to the person with the extremely small penis who continues to pee in here. We all love it. We understand you can't pinch your extremely small penis <laughs> and hold it for the, it's a six floor building. It wasn't yeah. like you, somebody yeah. had to ride 200 stories <laughs> and it never happened again. <laughs> I just think insulting his manhood uh, in like a complimentary way somehow I don't know. Like it was like he was so embarrassed that like yeah. Even though I have no idea who did it, and maybe that person is uh, the new you know hung like a whale. Uh, who knows? <laughs> but it was enough to mess with the person's psyche. So bravo to this bananimal for just retaliating in the simplest and most like diabolical <laughs> way. I love the idea. Or to go back to what you saying, fucking go. Yeah. I would. Last time I was in New York when we did the Bell House show. Love. Show. I was Great walking. Show. Yeah, I was walking. Uh, I, I had enough time. Like, I woke up, got. A, I had enough time to like go get a bagel, and then mm. go to the airport. Like, that's mm, the amount mm, of mm. time that I had. Sure. And so I just got my bagel. Uh, I'd be a little hungover from our show. We had a couple, and we had a couple. And I was walking in. I didn't see. I was like stepping out into the street, and I didn't see that it was a yes. bike lane. And a dude like zoomed right by me, and just like yelled at me, "Watch yourself." And without thinking, I just went, fuck you. <laughs> I just and, uh, and he immediately screamed back, no, you fuck yourself. Or, so yeah. I said, fuck yourself. And he said, no, you fuck yourself. And I realized that really what it was, was it was just like him being like, I'm scared. And then me going like, I'm scared too. <laughs> and then him being like, I'm more scared. <laughs> <laughs> And how nice would it be if we could just have said that as men, you know, yep. just like, hey, you, you scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am embarrassed now and I don't. But like instead, it's all just like, watch yourself. Go fuck yourself. No, fuck you. Yeah, I know that. And that's <laughs> New York. And like, it, it's what it's a city of 10 million people who've never been wrong about anything ever. And <laughs> it was right so near. Brutal. It was right near uh, La Bagel Delight. Uh, or, I mean, I like I'm sorry. Bagel. La Bagel de Lee, as I like to call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, why did I ever think of that? La Bagel de Lee. Great bagels. More cream cheeses yeah. than you could ever imagine. So many cream cheeses of things that you don't even want. They're just like, this is sage and raspberry cream cheese. You're like, I don't want it. Where were we when, because we were talking about this recently, the the... New York's efficiency, which I think a lot of people think is rudeness, but it's really not. It's just the sheer number of people yeah. like, a bagel place can go through in an hour is just insanely fast. And they're efficient, and it's like, what do you want? Okay, step up there. You pay, and here's your napkins, and go. Um, but you were saying that you like ordered a bagel somewhere when we were on tour recently, and the, the, it took the woman like 25 minutes to make the bagel, and then you asked for the coffee, and it was like, that took more time, and you're just standing there. Was it Tacoma? It, it, oh, was it Tacoma? Or, I cannot it was remember. so funny, though, because it was the exact... L.A. is really slow compared to New York. But it's then, L.A. is like... L.A. is 10 times slower than New York City, with yes. like... With like, especially with like morning things, where and the morning yeah. things are like the things that you are want. Do you know what I mean? Like you just want to get it over with. Like I don't want to wait in line for coffee and bagel. Um, fast. I mean, they're York, so fast. Any place in 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 New York is just like, what do you want? Boom, and you got it. And then L.A., it's like 
the chats, the chats with the baristas for every single person, and it's yeah. all bullshit nothingness. I remember being. I'm not. I'm no longer frustrated by it, but I remember saying yes. it to you. I was like, if 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 New York, if if LA is ten times slower than New York, this bagel was like ten times slower than LA. Yes, and it was just like, oh man, this is a different time. Yeah. I know. When I moved out here, somebody said hi to me at a gas pump, just like, hey, man. And I, w- I instantly went like New York guard up and was like, what do they want? I was like, hey, <laughs> like too aggressively. Hey. And he was like, having a nice day? I'm like, yes. Like just end this car. And then he was like, just went away. Didn't ask just- me for anything. <laughs> just was a nice human being interacting uh, on a sunny day. That reminds that happens. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, me trying to interact with everybody at that fancy resort we were at oh just recently. My <laughs> gosh, you guys. This was the funny. Kurt, we did a dude's weekend. Kurt and two of our buddies, Rob and Rich, we went up for our buddy Rich's uh, birthday up at the Big Sur. So the, it's gorgeous. Anybody that comes yeah. to California, go take to Big time Sur. to go to Big Sur. And we stayed at a very high uh, end, very resort. high end resort. Um, and Kurt did the funniest <laughs> bit immediately all weekend. I was just saying hi to everybody, but like, but ma- like really, like not aggressively saying hi, but just like genuinely friend being very friendly with every single person we saw. And the people here, when I say it was like a high end resort, it was the it was the nicest place yeah. I've ever been in my entire life. Yes. and it was just like you know, it was a it was a very special birthday weekend. Yeah. Uh, for Rich, and so it was all like taken care of. We were just like in the most beautiful place ever. Yeah. But everyone who was there was like a person who could pay that much money to stay at this place. And smug so smug th- couples, smug couples, ages twenty five to seventy five, just the oh. smuggest, loveless over marriages, and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> Not the banana boys. Yeah, just be going. Hey, how you doing? Welcome. Oh, it was so good. Every time we pass any couple anywhere, they're in silence. Sometimes they're in robes, just wearing robes, walking around through the woods like it's a total not druid thing to do. Yeah. And Kurt would go, "Hey guys, how you doing?" And then they wouldn't even respond. They wouldn't. None like, of them. Not a single person responded to me. It not was, a single person smiled at me. No. It was amazing. It, it, that's what made it even better. I mean, Kurt probably did this 20 times <laughs> to the resort only could have like 50 people. or 60 people. Yeah, exactly. So like 20%. Uh, and Kurt would be like, hey, guys, good to see you. And then they just would not say anything. I'd be like, hey, how are you today? Good morning. It was and so weird. It, you were being kind and it was annoying them. It was annoying them. Yeah. They're like, we've come, we've paid this much so that no one will speak to us. Yeah, not right, us. Here's one. Yeah, you ready for it? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is from Mitzi. Mitzi says she, we can use her name, Mitzi AC. Cool name. Uh, my husband was a firefighter on Cape Cod and used to snowplow on the side for cash. Mm-hmm, because smart. of where we lived, a lot of the work he did was for unoccupied summer homes where the caretaker would hire him. One of his clients had a massive home on the water in a very nice town, and when it came time for the owners to pay their bill at the end of the season, they claimed they knew nothing about their caretaker hiring a plow guy and refused to pay. They owed us about $2,000, wow. but there wasn't much we could do about That's it. That's big money. Fast forward to spring, and we would occasionally drive by the house on our way to take our dog to the beach, always commenting mm-hmm. that they must be remembering to pay their gardener because the yard always looked great. Uh, we had planted our own large vegetable garden, and as soon as things started fruiting, we had started having a problem with groundhogs getting in and eating everything. That's what they do. 
They do it. My dad loaned us a have a heart trap to catch the garden bandits. And when we caught our first one, we had (laughs) to decide where to release him, her. Wait a second, I said. Doesn't that house that didn't pay their bill have a massive vegetable garden near the edge of their property? Why, yes, yes, they did. They also happen to live on a fairly private road with only residential traffic and no visible neighbors. We loaded our new friends up in the back of my husband's truck and made quick work of loading and freeing freeing the garden bandit at his new fruitful home. Over that spring, in summer, I think we re- re- relocated four to five more of his friends. <laughs> uh, five groundhogs. Uh, they're big animals. Yeah, your yard's toast. <laughs> our garden did great for the rest of the season, and hopefully our furry friends got to enjoy an ocean view with their snacks. Beautiful. That was that's so great. Pay your pay people. Pay, pay people. people for the services. My God. Especially if you have a house, if you have a house on the ocean anywhere and anybody says i did this service for you and they did do the service you pay them you pay them absolutely you have a second home if you have a second home you pay everybody pay everybody more pay everybody a hundred percent more than they ask absolutely you have two homes you are in the you're the most privileged person in america that's pretty good retaliation too because i'm sure those guys are just impossible to get rid of I, oh, when I was yeah. in Mississippi, this this dude, George, uh, 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 ex-girlfriend's dad, was a very nice hippie. He, he explained himself he was a stranger in a strange land. He, they Perfect. were you know, very pro-weed, very, mm-hmm. um, very tie-dye every day, good, fun people. And they were certainly pacifists who caught mice. I mean, they would have mice in the winter. And one day... One day we drove out to the middle of a field. I think it, this happened on two different occasions. Once in the backyard and where the mice ran directly back into the house. Like they were like, it's cold. And we let them go and they just charged right back into the open door, right past the dog and in back in the house. And then this other time we took them out to a field because we had learned our lesson. And he's like, all right, Scott, you got to do this with me. So we drive it out. We open it up. And those things just beeline right for his truck. As far as we knew, they climbed up the tires and into the like the engine or whatever. But it was like, no. <laughs> like they were just like their heat signature was like, there, go, go, go. <laughs> and so it was just a grown man with his long gray beard just running after mice that were going towards his little Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder how far you have to push a pacifist hippie before he gets old school mousetraps. You know, at some point he's going to be like, or just live with the mice. Right. Oh yeah, or just live with the mice. Yeah, we had we got we had a have a heart trap recently because I think I don't know I I I talked a little bit about this I think on the main pod but um, we had skunks mating underneath the house. Yes. Um, and uh, and when they mate, they squirt (laughs) their spray a little bit. Oh yeah. And so it just was really bad smell. So we. Uh, found this company and basically you like pay them money and they just give you a have a heart trap and I was like okay. why am I paying this company I could buy a have a heart trap they're not that expensive but what you're paying for is if when you catch the skunk oh. they will relocate it for you but I that is that. technically it, this is fascinating in California you're not allowed to relocate animals a wild Isn't animal weird yeah. a, I kind of get it a little bit I think I guess I get it but also it's like you're only relocating an animal so you don't kill it, right? Yeah. And yes. if you make it so that you can't relocate animals, then you're just going to kill the animal. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, So it's like, I, I understand on one level, it's like, sure, we don't want to bring this species over here, but it's all yeah. California. Anyway, so then I was like asking them on the phone, I was like, so you relocate it? And we're like, they're like, we take it away. 
And I'm like, and it oh. lives. And they're like, it lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't necessarily like, say where we take it because it's not. We're not allowed to say we relocate animals. Hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So there's just this like catch twenty two thing where they're like, we relocate it, but we can't say we relocate it. We just take it away. I get it. Um, I get and we're it. trying to capture a skunk, and we I just captured every other animal that lives <laughs> yes. on the property. <laughs> I never caught a single skunk at all. There's your um, kids' book. If you ever need a picture book with Lauren, <laughs> just a trap, a trap in Los Angeles catching every animal, including the one mountain lion that lives uh, near Kurt's house and that has now been seen on people's porches mm-hmm. with ring cameras. Which yeah, is a lot crazy. of people have been. I actually just saw it. It wasn't even a banana was sent it in. I think it was just like an Apple News or something. But yeah, it's like a house in the Hollywood Hills, and it's just like this this giant lion-sized cat walking through their backyard, like lapping at a, a hose yeah. or something. I think yeah. they're cool. I think oh, those are God. awesome. They're so awesome. We saw um, at this, the another silly element of this really nice uh, hotel that Kurt and I stayed in was the most wild things we saw constantly were giant turkeys, and you could hear oh. them on premise. So just imagine so you're in a comfy bed. It's a beautiful <laughs> hotel in the trees, and then you just hear... All the time. All the time. And it was like one was in one pasture and the other one was like across the valley. So you would hear like, (laughs) and then it would just be like, five, four, three, two. (laughs) Yes. And which is so unsophisticated. Yes. Oh, I love that. Between you and the turkeys, I think we actually gave those smug couples something to talk about. (laughs) Like we walked up to the pool and there were like five couples all on their phones, nobody talking to each other, nobody nobody in the water. And we just turned around and went somewhere else. We were like, this sucks. Yeah. It uh, happens. Yeah, we ended up having a good time. Well, we did it again, folks. That's another mini-sode in yes, it is. the books. I want to thank everybody like Katie Levine mm-hmm. for being our producer. Lisa and... Maggot, who helps us organize uh, these emails that come in. And uh, thanks to all the beloved Bananimals for constantly, whenever we ask you guys for something, you send it quick. You, you volunteer. You send us unexpected bananas. You send us confessions. You come to the live shows. You buy the merch. You guys are great fans, and we really are delighted pleasantly surprised and very grateful for all of you bananas bananas is an exactly right media production our producer and engineer is katie levine the Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. You can listen, subscribe, and leave us reviews for Bananas on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your quality podcasts. And don't forget, you can hear every episode one week early and ad-free, plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Bananas! Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.